0: Good evening one and all, I hope you're having a a good weekend, hope you're having a good evening and if you're catching up on the replay, catching up on the podcast, let me just say thank you for taking the time out to come and spend it with us Um, and I hope this this episode, episode 47, serves you well. Um, So I'm just going to send a a few invites and while I do, um, for anyone that is new, um, this is the first time you've ever checked out some Always Better Than Yesterday content, let me just say thank you for taking the time out, spending it with me, I hope it does add you some value. And it's all about helping you understand the habits, the mindset behind successful and inspiring people. Um, I I love to learn about other people, what motivates them, what inspires. Most importantly, what helps, you know, um, things can be tricky. Um, and what better way of learning than to learn from people that have already been there and already done it and... Um, so yeah that's where we're at we're episode 47 here today and I'm really excited for for today's guest. I won't say too much about her. I will let her do um the introductions herself. But what I will always say is um there's someone on your timeline right now that will that will really connect to to the message within with this next guest. Um think of that one person and just share share the video in their in their inbox. Just pass it along and say thought of you, thought you might like to listen to this um and, and that's all that's all i ask and i just you know hope that you ask your questions um when you have And so we'll make sure that we ask them as we go so here we go episode 47 with heather parody i'm just gonna bring her on now hi hey how are you doing
1: good can you hear me and am i turns the right way
0: <laughs> loud and clear Perfect. thank you for taking the time out of your day
1: thank you this is an honor
0: i know that you've got precious time because you've got to be somewhere
1: you're so flexible and kind. Thank you for cool. being adjustable.
0: <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. So, do me the honor and the privilege of just introducing your good self. Tell us a bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Sure. My name is Heather Parody, and I am, first and foremost, a mom and a wife, incredible family, and doing this online entrepreneurial thing – um, and I've been doing that for a few years. I host a podcast, which is my passion project. And from there, I work with content marketers primarily to help them get their messages heard and to the right people, primarily mission driven impact focused mm-hmm. um, entrepreneurs who are in it for more than just money. So mm.
0: Love that. Yeah. I love that. Where did um, Where did it all start?
1: Oh. Wow. So in college, um, I started a small business and fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not just what I was doing, but the whole game of it, like getting your message out there, seeing if you get clients. The whole online thing was just super exciting to me. And that was back in the Periscope days. I don't know if you remember Mm -hmm. that, but um, I was on Periscope all the time and grew a pretty big audience there and just fell in love with that. Um, ended up going to graduate school, um, and even in grad school, I had people coming up to me and saying, "Why are you here? Like, mm-hmm. you need to go do your thing." Because I, I would, I would just—that's all I thought about was was online and business. It, what excited me about it was just the potential it had, mm-hmm. because you can. Um, and that's what we talk about in the show, you can start from ground zero and it's going to be really, really hard, but the online space has opened up the game for anyone. So if you don't have an education, if you are poor, if you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it may be, whatever your disadvantage may be, you are on an even playing field, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, there are things you're gonna have to work through, but I just think the possibility of it is amazing. And then two, I mean, Ryan, would you and I have ever even, ever in life seen each other, talked to each other, um, and now we're in each other's circle. And it's just an incredible platform that I don't think we're taking enough advantage of and leaders need to really pay attention to to say, like, hey, what kind of good can I do in the world through technology?
0: Mm, I love that. You you know, and that's the thing I kind of find with online tech It's being really, once you're really clear on kind of yourself and what you like and, and the, just the stuff that you put out are kind of aligned to There's There's something about what you put out. I'm just like, yeah, I get it. And, and, and now hearing you speak about it, I get it even more. And, you know, the words like mission driven, impact focused. And tell me a little bit about your, so what helped you um, in your entrepreneurial journey? Was it just something you were called to or are there kind of practical things that really tease that out of you?
1: I think it is something that you're called to because mm-hmm. they're, and I believe in calling a hundred percent. I talk about mm-hmm. calling all the time. Um, I, I think the uniqueness of the individual is so amazing. It's sure. something that needs to be celebrated. And so all people are like, everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's really, really hard. And unless you really enjoy something, you're not going to be as successful in it. It's it's yeah. going to be miserable. And even if you reach success, I mean, you, you what was it worth it? You know? Mm-hmm. So as far as what helped me is, um, really coming to terms that this was something that I felt like God put in me that I needed mm-hmm. to pursue, um, an incredible husband who is like the biggest champion in the world who is so patient because yeah. living with somebody who has crazy ideas and vision. Mm-hmm. And I literally could work all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I could. And that kind of drive is not an easy person to live with. And he has just been incredible. Um, So that's been helpful. But I guess like tactical um, mastermind groups has been huge Mm -hmm. conferences, putting yourself around people who have big visions and dreams and Mm -hmm. think outside of the box. I think is huge because as an entrepreneur or leader or whatever, sometimes you think you're crazy. You're like, what am I doing? Like, this is, Mm -hmm. This is nuts. Normal people don't do this stuff. Like mm-hmm. they go to work and they come home and they eat Doritos and they watch Netflix and they're happy and like, that's it. Like what's wrong with me? And so going and putting yourself around other people who <clears throat> think like you, you're just like, oh, wow, you know, this is a thing and I'm not crazy. Sure. This is possible. I can make it. Yeah.
0: What inspires you?
1: What inspires me? Um, wow. God, that's such a great question. Um I think what inspires slash scares me is my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I mean yeah. that in yeah. a sense of like, and you're a dad, you know, this, mm-hmm. like knowing that they're watching you and yeah. you could royally screw it up or mm-hmm. you could really win like the yeah. potential of those two things. And I think that's regardless if you're an entrepreneur or not, but yeah. um, trying to figure out how to do it well, not only for yourself, but also for eyeballs that are watching you. Mm. Um, it's a really humbling experience and one that I really mess up a lot. And when I'm trying to figure out, but I think they are, I think about them a lot with what I do. Um, Yeah. yeah.
0: love that. Thank you for the honesty. And um, what's, um, what's so important about being mission driven and impact focused?
1: Because at the end, (laughs) you're not going to regret everything you did. You know, you're not going to come out at the end thinking it was a waste. You know, how many people are successful and end up killing themselves and mm. divorced and struggling? You know what I mean? And, yeah. of course, there's a lot of factors that go into that. But, you know, when we look at the vanity metrics only, um, followers and money and all. I mean, who doesn't want all that? Of course. I mean, that is a part of impact. You can impact more people mm-hmm. with with followers and money and et cetera. Sure. but when you're not mission-driven, when you don't have a bigger purpose, then I think you come up empty because we were created for more. We were created to leave a legacy. And if you look at psychology, all of the theorists, all of the psychology theorists had these different ideas about these these things that we're looking for and that we're reaching for. And almost Mm -hmm. all of them had this idea of self-actualization, of getting to this point where we don't think about ourselves anymore. We're thinking about legacy. Mm -hmm. You know, and I I think that's interesting because even in psychology, they're saying at our root, at our core is this desire to get to get to this place where we make a difference in this world. Um, And hopefully we can beat that to the punch in our 30s and 40s and think about that and not just when we're 70 and 80 years old. Mm -hmm. But, yeah.
0: Love that. Um, I watched your recent YouTube video of um, getting coffee. And no. I just, I just, do you know, what, the, way I, the way I kind of felt about it is I wish I was in the back seat because you guys look like a fun couple to be around. And um, I, I kind of empathize for your, for your husband a little bit because I think you and I have similar, I was going to say humor, but it's just bad humor. It's really bad. There is no way. You're listen, it. You're listen. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I just think actually that that really emanates through a lot of what you do. Why is, um, you know, why is humor and, and just authenticity important to you? Humor it is. is a
1: connector. It, it connects yeah. you with people. So um, I'm weird. I'm the type of person that if I see a stranger, like I love strangers, and I'll go mm. and I'll just dive in deep with a complete stranger. But that freaks most people out. I don't yeah. get it, but it does apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so humor is interesting because it pulls down the guards and it helps people relax around you a little bit. And I think I've been thinking a lot about this actually is, you know, my, my message, my show and everything is kind of heavy mm-hmm. and I'm the type of person, Ryan, I'll, I'd go out with coffee with you and like, go straight to the punchline and just like, what's purpose? What, you know, what is your vision yeah. in life? And yeah. like, that's, that's who I am. Sure. But I've been trying to figure out how to counterbalance that because, you know, and again, in, in, in psychology, you have to build rapport with people. You have to build trust. And mm-hmm. often humor is a way to kind of start building that and tearing those walls down. So, yeah, and in that way, too, it's just not so heavy. People People get exhausted with it, you know, all the heavy <laughs> stuff all the time. So trying to figure out how to incorporate a little bit more humor, even if it's bad, uh still doing that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I mean I appreciated it. Don't get me wrong. I was I was high fiving, you know, but I just know that my other half is uh she's less than a fan of my bad jokes. Although she will not admit it, I'm I'm sure she really is. But let's let's talk a bit about unconventional leaders then. Tell us yeah. a little bit about kind of what it means to be an unconventional leader.
1: Sure. So I started um studying leaders and influencers. A few years ago, when I started getting into personal development, and I just saw this theme that more often than not, not always the case, some of the most powerful influencers came from the unconventional places. They were mm-hmm. usually had this crazy background, they've been through some really hard things, yeah. and that propelled them towards greatness and gave them a, a powerful message. It gave them empathy it it really mm. shaped and molded the influence that they that they had on the world. And I thought it was interesting because often, I mean, you know this, even in our own lives, we see the hell we've been through and we're like, mm. oh, I can't I can't lead. I can't make a difference because you don't know where I come from. You don't know where I've been. You don't know what I still struggle with. Sure. And you know, throwing it back to like scripture, whether you believe in scripture or not, I love that line that says you know, that he uses the weak to shame the strong, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that's a principle in life that sometimes the underdog, the unconventional one, the one that has been through the hardest things ends up becoming one of the most powerful leaders. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to tell those stories and kind of shine a light on that idea and honestly study it because I'm selfish. And I think that's a super interesting topic.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um- you know i i i'm sat here writing notes and i'm doing this process and i'm always learning you know with with you as well interviewing people what um and what have mm. you learned along the way
1: how much i don't know yeah, yeah. it's crazy it is it, how much i don't know and how alike we all really are you know i mean i've talked to multimillionaires and i've talked to people who um with disabilities i've talked to people who shouldn't be alive i've i mean people who have been through the most hellacious things who have succeeded in ways I could only dream of and everybody in between. And we're all exactly the same we want love. We want validation. We want to feel worth. We want to feel valued. We want a purpose bigger than ourselves. And it's a beautiful thing because it, it helps you realize that you're not so different than anyone and that you have the same potential Mm. as anyone else yeah
0: it's powerful isn't it um a friend of mine paul's quote in scripture back saying my strength is made perfect in weakness yeah yeah really really powerful my sister-in-law apparently likes my bad jokes so there's, there's one person on the planet that <laughs> likes hey my tell bad her jokes. send me
1: a friend request so we can be <laughs> friends too
0: <laughs> um right where am i going next with this so Tell us a little bit more about um, your your unconventional leaders podcast, your community. What sort of things um, come up on there, and how how are you using that then really to um, be mission driven and, and impact focused in your own life?
1: Oh wow! So the community, I really want to you know our tagline is step up, use your voice, make an impact, and so through through I think we through community through latching arms with one another, it makes us just yeah. so much stronger. And I think, again, going back to that point of sometimes you feel um, kind of lonely. It feels, when you feel called to do things a little bit outside the box, sometimes you just feel back crazy. and you're, It's a really lonely place because you don't have people to talk to about it. And sure. sometimes you question yourself. And I think creating a community where people can be like, hey, me too, and, and talk about some of the harder things yeah. and, and following your calling is just so important um, I want to provide that community. And I also want to provide modeling where, you know, in Mm. school, we learned so much about how important it is to have a reference point for where we want to go. So if, you know, it, like my, my good friend, Nathan Todd, incredible human, all of you need to go follow him. He was born with cerebral palsy and I love his message because he can speak to the disability community in a way that I'll never be able to because he can say, here's my story, this is what I've been through, and this is my message. And they're like, hey, he is like me, he understands he's been through XX. And then in Flip, like I can do the same thing, things I've been through that Nathan hasn't been through. And so modeling is really important to see someone who looks like you and has been through what you've been through, um, who has the same philosophy, Seeing them step up and use their voice is so important because you think, "Hey, if they can, I can." Yeah, yeah, I love
0: that. Very powerful. One thing I saw on um, I saw from you recently was about journaling, and um, I see that's something that you've really built into mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. you do. Tell us a little bit about journaling and what that kind of gives you.
1: Yeah, gratitude, dude. Of like looking back at your life and being like, yeah. "Whoa." Because I don't know about you, sometimes you go through things and you're like, I'm never going to get through this. Like, this is, <laughs> this is the worst, you know, and you're just like, God, you know. Um, I don't write for about 13, 14 years, I don't remember, one journal every year. And I write a day and then I normally go back and I reread a journal from a few years ago. And it just puts, like, my life into so much perspective because – Yeah. I'll read things that, I, that were just detrimental at the time, and I've forgotten them. I forgot mm. they even happened. Or maybe yeah. somebody said something to you that really made an impact, and you're like, I'm never going to forget that, and you do. And so it's just a really cool way to document your life yeah. and, again, keep that big picture perspective that the things that are so huge to us now are so small and
0: Oh no, does everybody um, still see me? Let me know, drop me. What's going on? Okay, I think Heather has dropped off. Let's see what we can do. There we go, we'll sort it out. still there. Let's see what happens. Facebook. Ah, has a... Sorry. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know what happened. What's happening? So I think we were just, just finishing off that kind of the bit around um, journaling. And and I, one of the kind of things I is because I think journaling is a topic that's come up with, with many of my guests. And um, uh, I think what I'm learning is that there's no right way to journal. It's just what works for you. Know. You know, some people yeah. do the five minute, you know, in the morning and, the, and at night. And, you know, what general approach do you, do you take to your journaling
1: oh, like the most childish one you could think of uh <laughs> i have i'm thirty i'll be thirty three in a couple of months and my i draw sometimes i get bored mm-hmm. and i like write on the sides i'm very i'm very childlike in it it's it's more of a i look at it as a way to kind of throw up on paper and that's really really gross, mm-hmm. but just mm-hmm. as a way mm-hmm. of like I don't want it to be formatted because I feel like my whole life is formatted. I'm very structured. Sure. I have so much going on. I have a spreadsheet for everything. So my journal is so personal to me because it's just a place to throw up, you know, what's going on. It. And yeah.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. I, 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 completely relate to that. Um, what else is, um, you know, whilst we've been going through this conversation, is there anything that's kind of come to mind in terms of your journey, your growth that that's helped you?
1: Um, I think taking a break and going on vacation and traveling, mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, I am incredibly driven. It's again, my husband's very patient. Um, but mm. by nature, I'm a very childlike kind of person, I really like to play, I love putting my hair in a ponytail and going to the zoo and singing greatest showman songs. You know what I mean? But sometimes I don't allow space for that because being driven, you're so, there's always something, you know, and that's a, I I love it. And I love being like that, but also too, I think I stump my own creativity sometimes because what we do and what you do Ryan I mean this is a creative endeavor you're creating something you're putting out your work into the world and you can get mm-hmm. and and congratulations to you for being so faithful with it and consistent you're on episode like 40 okay. something i mean that's that's a big deal because it's it's more work Thank than you. what people think and mm-hmm. when you get in that process and at most sometimes you're just producing 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 that you lose a lot of the soul behind why you started and what you wanted to create because you don't have time to really make it this work of art because you're so focused on getting the kids to bed and editing it and putting it to, you know what I mean? And still seeing your spouse and getting up and doing it all over again. So I'm so imperfect at it. You have no idea. Um, I'm trying to, incorporate play and joy into my life a little bit more even when I don't have time because I just don't like who I am without it and I get Mm. really really bored creatively you know without doing that what's
0: um what gives you that level of self-awareness have you always known that or is it something that you've really worked on
1: something I've really worked on (laughs) um I'm, like, a self-growth junkie. Like, dude, I read so many books and listen to so many podcasts. Like, mm. um, uh, that helps a lot. So,
0: Is there a book or a couple of books that you – is your go-to recommendation to people?
1: That's, like, which Mexican restaurant's better. They're all good. <laughs> they all have cheese dip. They're all amazing. Um <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've, I've spent several years in heavy and entrepreneurial and business books. And lately I've been getting a lot more into spirituality because I've kind of gotten to a point where it's like, I feel stuck in all this stuff I know I should do. And I wonder what I'm stuck with. And sometimes I think it's an external thing. Like I don't know enough or I don't have the right resources or whatever. But lately I've really been realizing that I'm getting stuck because of a deeper rooted issue of like mindset and my belief system. Mm-hmm. And, my heart (laughs) towards God or the universe or whatever. Um, So I've just really been digging into spirituality a lot lately. Um, I've been reading some Richard Rohr, which has been really good. Um, Gabrielle Bernstein, reading her stuff. I love Seth Godin. He's not spiritual, but I think he Mm -hmm. puts stuff into a very big picture perspective of that. Your gifts aren't for you and it doesn't matter if stuff works or not. Like, you know, if you put out this show and people don't listen or don't watch like that crushes the producer, Mm -hmm. but realizing that this is all about you showing up and you doing what you know, you're supposed to do and you've done your part and like releasing it. That's so hard as a leader and Mm -hmm. as a Mm -hmm. creative. Um, So I like his work because it's very philosophical, even though he is a marketer. Yeah, love that.
0: Great answer. Um, Where can people check out your content? Where can people find you? Where can people connect with you?
1: Yeah, so speaking of creative, I'm not. um, Everything is at Heather Parody. You can find me everywhere except Snapchat because I'm just not that cool. Um, I can't figure (laughs) that crap out. So (laughs) at Heather Parody is everywhere. And then you can find unconventional leaders on Spotify, iTunes, all the podcasting apps.
0: Love that. And my ethos is all about helping create a world that's always better than yesterday. I'm just curious to know what that phrase sparks in you.
1: Better than yesterday?
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm. Well, I don't really, that's a really hard thing because what comes up for me is something that I don't like, but it's something I really need, which is being very focused on the present. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's so hard for me because I'm a visionary, and I'm thinking, yeah. what, what, what am I going to be when I'm 45 instead of <laughs> who am I right now at 32? Um, but what you say better than yesterday, that means that you're really, really grounded and focused on the present moment and becoming better right now at this small, minute task ahead of you mm-hmm. and not thinking five minutes ahead, which is a practice, and it's a discipline, and it's one I've got to get better at because, again, it's everything I think it's a yeah. spiritual practice. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what comes
0: up. I, you know, that's um, you probably put it in better words than I could describe for myself. But that I, I too share that kind of visionary element to my to my life. And I think the always better than yesterday was the antidote to my procrastination. It was the, I can see the big mm-hmm. picture, but it's not not being disciplined enough to do what I need to do today to create the tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, your answer is very much aligned to a big part of why I created what i did and um you know this has been an honor and privilege to have you to have you come spend some time uh, uh, on the on the interview i hope that you've enjoyed it i hope more importantly that the one person that needed to kind of hear your message has heard it and and actually if you're if you're listening to this and you're watching either you're catching up on replay if you're catching up on the podcast or on the youtube a reach out to heather first and foremost reach out to heather let her know how much you've enjoyed the the um the interview let her know what specifically has resonated with her and if you've got any questions please do ask them um, and share that with the one person that you think needs to hear there there is someone in your network we've all got that one person that needs to hear what Heather shared this evening Um, so please do share that and Heather if I can just ask please leave us with a, a final thought from yourself
1: yeah, if you are in Ryan's circle, if you are his friend, a family member, if you believe at all in his work, I want you guys to do everything. And I'm not, you didn't ha- he didn't ask me to do this, but yeah. subscribe and write his stuff, share it, um, comment, support, because what you're doing, Ryan, is like I said before, it's not an easy thing and giving your heart and your time. You're, you, know, you have a family and you have a full life. And this is something that's going to leave a, a, a huge legacy within your family, and you need support of the people in your tribe. So if you are in his circle, I want you to get behind him and lift him up and support him and encourage him on this journey because it's an incredible thing that you're doing.
0: Wow. Didn't expect that. Thank you.
1: Pay me $20. dollars you got to sit it in the mail. Absolutely.
0: PayPal in <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Sure. I hope you enjoy the rest of your It's an honor. And I, and I look forward to connecting again soon. Thank you. Much love, everybody. Take care.